listening to Give Me A Break. Press pause on life and play on us while we talk about the stuff that matters. And the stuff that doesn't. Welcome back to another episode. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. How's your week been? Ours has been very hot. Very hot. We're hot right now. In Australia, it is peak summer season and we're sweltering through it. Yes, and also it's been a very hectic week in terms of the news. Yeah. As I'm sure everyone is aware. Um, election time is coming up in Australia as well. Um, or is it just state election? State, state, state election. election. My bad. Um, don't even know what's going on in my own state. <laughs> so we're just flooding. We're flooded with news. Yeah, but that's good because now we get to dive in. So as most of the world knows, because you cannot escape America as much as sometimes you would like to, uh, Trump is gone. Woo! So Joe Biden was officially sworn in as the US president on Wednesday and within hours he had began reversing some of Trump's key policies, which was really cool. He has signed 15 executive orders um, reversing policies on immigration, climate change, coronavirus, all that sort of stuff on his first day, which is a lot. Wow. Some of the things he introduced was he mandated masks in federal buildings, uh, halted the border wall construction between the US and Mexico. He rejoined the Paris Climate Accord, which is oh, very gee. good to see. Oh, amazing. I didn't even yes. know that. And Don't they rejoined me, the World Health Organization, which <laughs> Were they all? Trump made them leave. Oh, oh, I remember that. And he oh also God. reversed the travel ban on several Muslim countries. Yay. Which is very nice to see yeah, in gosh. the first day. I love so. this man already. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that kind of not all for sure and that it'll carry through um but i've seen some funny tweets actually about his um inauguration ceremony and people were like comparing it to the amount of people who showed up at trump's and they were like oh biden's was just flags on the floor in a locked area and everyone's quoting it saying well firstly it's a worldwide pandemic and secondly there was just riots so no one else is allowed in the capital Um, But the ceremony featured a 22-year-old poet called Amanda Gorman, and she performed her original poem that's called The Hill We Climb, and it was basically about the state of America and kind of encouraging people to actually step up and rise to the occasion and make a change. And I really like this one quote from it that I actually shared on our Instagram, and she said, there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. I can't believe she's 22. How amazing. Yeah, I think she's the youngest US poet to yeah. like perform or speak, whatever you call it, at the White House inauguration. So that's so amazing. Cool. That is wicked. And can we talk about the vice president, first female? Yes. Oh, oh amazing. Kamala Harris. Woo! I think she was also featured on a cover of Vogue magazine. I read somewhere. Yeah, she was. Um, I think I shared the photos on our Instagram, actually. There was a lot of controversy around the yeah. Vogue cover shoot. I almost oh, really? was going to chat about that, but we'll save it for another time. Yeah. It's hard because with Biden and um, Kamala Harris, like there are a lot of negatives yeah. to those people as candidates. But then when you compare it to Donald Trump... When you compare Trump, them to Trump, it's like, nothing. <laughs> it is such a step in the right direction. So I guess... You know, one step at a time, one day at a time, but it's good to see it change. But the main thing I wanted to talk about, because it's the wrong thing we actually care about, is the memes. Woo! <laughs> I've seen these memes um, of the old mate sitting by himself, like, just waiting. Bernie Sanders! Sanders. <laughs> Feel the burn, baby! <laughs> I love Bernie Sanders. 
Is he not just the cutest thing in those memes? I know. Yeah, Imagine if he was like the president if it wasn't Joe Biden. Oh, he tried so good. twice and I love him for it. But the memes of him sitting with his little mittens and his COVID <laughs> mask on, I love them. Um, Diet Prada on Instagram. I think I've shared that on our story, but I'll put it in the show notes as well just because the memes are impeccable. But people have photoshopped Bernie into oh. all these situations. Oh. Like the new gossip girl, how there's the picture of the cast on the steps. He's there. Oh it's my like God. him and like all these famous people and music videos and like with the sex and the city ladies oh, yeah and it's just so good that my favorite one was when they had him edited outside a netball court it was like when your granddad comes to your winter grand final and you're losing oh by a gosh. lot <laughs> like, that is amazing it's so good but yeah that's basically <laughs> the main part also did you guys see what lady gaga wore oh the 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 dove yeah, the do you reckon bridge? that she? It re, the, the second I saw her, it reminded me of the Hunger Games. Oh yeah, like what? President President Queen, I think it's called. Just a quick Google, quick live Google, guys. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so this is President Coin. Wasn't and she then, bad in the end? Yeah, but Lady Gaga ain't bad. Oh, okay, a different outfit. This one. Oh my oh. gosh. Like the second I looked at it, it was just Hunger Games vibes. And there's a photo of her on her actual Twitter page that she tweeted and that she tweeted, <laughs> of course. But it's like the white building that she's inside and it's her in her white outfit. And I was like, holy shit, this is like, what's the word I'm looking for? Dystopian. Dystopian society, man. Although the state of the world lately, last year, this year, yeah. it really is like a dystopian movie oh, has come yeah, to life. Definitely. But hopefully we get... A step in the right direction. I mean, Trump's gone. That is something to celebrate. And now that's actually official. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bye. And he's blocked from social medias. So um, Amy Schumer shared a photo of her wearing a T-shirt that said bye, Don. And I was just like, I love that. See ya. <laughs> Later. Can we bye? <laughs> I was today years old when I found out that Betty White is 99. Oh, yes. I love that this is your topic. <laughs> I still can't get over it. Like, She's wicked, though. She's a queen. I swear is. it was yesterday I was watching the proposal and I was like, oh, what a queen. How old is she? And I was like, I... Oh, she's like aged so well for 70. It's like, she's 99. Love that movie. I think I, I know. yesterday, years old, when I learned that she was 99. I just can't get over it. Anyway, I've got this um, article from Harper Bazaar. They interviewed her for her birthday. And they asked what, what she's done for her birthday. And she said that she planned to... Go out with her pair of ducks that visit her regularly, regularly oh, and feed them. <laughs> and she was going to have a hot dog and French white fries and a bouquet of roses. Oh, bless her That's soul. so cute. You know, so one of my goals in life is to be like eat ice cream every day in my 90s. Like that's just the food I love and I just want to enjoy it. <laughs> I think day. like, have you guys ever watched Golden Girls? <laughs> I actually haven't. Oh, it was amazing. And the other day I was watching Hard Quiz on the ABC and a guy came on and his topic on Hard Quiz was Golden, Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. And he could relay like all oh, these episodes and you got like every single question right and I was like (laughs) amazing but she was saying like what she revealed her secret to a long life is and she said a sense of humor don't take yourself too seriously you can lie to others not that I would but you cannot lie to yourself Mm. I like that I think that's a really good way to look at life and I feel like in our job specifically like we've all interviewed probably countless people who Mm. reached their 100th birthday and I just love hearing what they and all, I feel like a common a common theme throughout all of their, like, you know, all of our chats with them is just to be happy. Yeah. Like, just to genuinely enjoy life and not take things seriously. Yeah, exactly. I think my second week I, as a journalist, I interviewed that guy. Oh, I forgot his name. Eat, Norm Eaton? 
No, it wasn't Norm Eden. It was that oh, other... Oh, Ray Matthews. Ray Matthews. Yep, love him. And he was his 100th birthday. And I have never met anyone with, like, a more killer sense of humour. And, like, he was so quick-witted. And the whole time he was, like... And they're so active and energetic. He still mows lawns every day. Like, he should be a podcast guest. And, <laughs> like, I think the most iconic thing he said is just, like, stay away from bad women and bad men and don't <laughs> drink. And I was like, well, I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, though. Well, because I was talking to um Ben the other day because he's doing his physio pack at the moment and he was saying the one thing that kind of like ruins old people as you get older is if you end up in a wheelchair like so all of these people yeah. who are making it to 100 and stuff it's because they're still like active. walking and yeah. active 100 percent. so i can definitely relate to this my grandma used to be a very active lady she mm. had her own house with a big garden and every day without a doubt she was outside you know trimming the roses watering the garden Less. um Inside on a Friday, every morning she'd get up at four on a Friday and she'd clean the entire house, even though it was spotless, you know? <laughs> She's since moved into an apartment in Cottesloe. And while it's got a great view and whatnot, she lives by herself in a two-by-one and she has lost, like, all of her energy. And it's really sad. So, she, I, you know, I've gone from seeing her... I grew up seeing her outside super active and everyone knew her as being out there doing things all the time yeah. and now she just like struggles to get out of her pajamas she's got hip injuries mm. and i think it's just like that classic saying like my pop says it all the time is you get tired doing nothing yes definitely, so definitely. Like, when you're doing something you're like whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's like you're I'm running like, off adrenaline when we're like sitting there and it's a thursday afternoon yep. and it's like whoa peak energy levels are low yeah that's yep. so true because when i have whenever i have a lazy day which isn't mm. even that often i feel so drained and mm. i'm like all i've done is lay at the beach yeah i'm exhausted yeah 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 and especially true. when you're older and your bones are more brittle and stuff mm-hmm. like if you're not up and active and meeting people and living life then that's gonna happen so let's live life like that you want yeah yes that is the motto <laughs> um so i'm going to dive into a bit of a more serious topic um i wanted to chat about the stigma around living together couples living together before being before they're married um in certain cultures so as you listeners might know or you might not know um i'm greek orthodox which and in our religion um in our culture you technically you should be married before you move in with your husband um and obviously there's that whole save yourself save yourself for marriage thing as well but let's be real it's the 21st century and times change (laughs) um so i found this article on abc it's called living together is the new norm um and it basically just said it was written in 2017, but it was like, it may not be weird, but it is it is unusual not to live together before marriage in Australia in 2017. And it's I, that sentence couldn't be truer. Like, I know countless couples that actually live together before they're married, and I feel like it is the right thing to do. I feel like it is the norm now. But I personally, I'm in a relationship, and I have struggled, you know, having getting my mum to understand that times have changed. Um, so to put that into, I guess, um, a bit of perspective, I, living in Bunbury, will go home on the weekends and see my boyfriend who lives in Perth, but my mum expects me to still go home and sleep in my bed at home, um, even though, like, if I'm here, down here on a weekend, my boyfriend will come and stay with me. And I guess it's kind of just, like, that times have changed and we need to get rid of this whole, like, idea around the fact that people can't live together or sleep with each other, sleep over at each other's houses if they're not married. I, it's just something that I wanted to talk about because it was important to me. Um, I think that's a really interesting topic because it's so divisive within families. Mm. And I think the hardest part going off what you were saying is that times have changed and we've grown up with the changing times, Mm. but parents haven't. 
So like times haven't changed for the parents because they're still definitely they're not being forced to kind of change their way of thinking or mm. confront their values and beliefs. So they're kind of like it's my way or, or the, the highway. highway. I think it's like it, yeah, it's such a thing of like different upbringings. Like my situation is so different to yours. Yeah. Like, like my parents lived together for years before they got married. Yeah. Like my siblings, like my brother, bought a house with his partner before they were married yeah. and lived together, and that and like even myself, like. I mean, I don't live with Isaac, but, like, I've been sleeping in the same bed as him since I was 17. Yeah. Like, and for me, that was just, like, how it's always been. Like, but it's so weird, like, that different situation of, like, mm. I've just never had that issue with my parents. I was just like, what else? Like, obviously being safe. I think it's that, the but... same within a lot of religious mm. families yeah. as well. Yeah. We're not super religious, though. That's where I like question what my mum says like yeah we go to church and you know we fast over easter we do those greek orthodox things but we're not at church every sunday we're not like preaching the bible every day you know i you know i'm not even sure if i even believe in god to be completely honest but i just and you know there's this whole argument i constantly have with her and you know over over easter for example you fast for a week which means you give up anything from an animal um, and then on the Saturday, you go and have communion to break the fast. My mum's just sort of come out and said, you know, like, if you're staying at your boyfriend's house, you can't go and have communion because that's against religion. And I'm just kind of like, I don't understand, like, why, how, when are things going to change, you know? Like, at what point do things change? And what, how, how, who, I'm sure there are other people out there dealing with these things as well in relationships and difficult parents. And there are countless people in relationships that are actually sleeping together all the time and moving in. Like there's barely anyone that actually sticks to, you know, waiting for marriage and whatnot. And I don't know, it's just, it's something I've that... I've seen it. It's been quite an unpopular trend on TikTok and that is like women coming out being like, well, not even women, women and men, um, coming out on TikTok being like, save yourself for marriage, like, it's the best thing you ever did. And then a lot of people are coming back, like, well, don't tell me how to live my life. If, mm, like, yeah. I'm going to live my life and not judge your morals, don't judge mine. If yeah. I if I want to have sex with my partner before I'm married, legally married to them. But like, also it's nobody's business what goes yeah. on behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I feel like with the religion argument, people often pick and choose which parts mm. of the Bible or which parts of their religion that they want to follow. Like, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to, like eat some type of meat or something if you're a Christian yeah. and you're not supposed to do this, you're not supposed to do that. You can't like, have shellfish and pig if you're a Jew because they're the you know, scum of the earth and things like that. My Jewish friend still eats pig, I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, so, like yeah. people pick and choose which parts of religion they yeah. want to follow and then the ones that they pick, they like hammer them hard and you're like, well, what about... What about all these other aspects of your life that you're being yeah. hypocritical in? Yeah. But I think what you said is so true, Bella, as long as you're not kind of harming anyone else with what you're doing, exactly. then it doesn't matter. And there have also been lots of studies out there. Um, I have read in other articles before coming to this um, about couples living together. It's called uh, premarital cohabition. Um, and these particular studies look at, you know, couples that live together before they get married and they actually, majority of them result in, you know, happy marriages because they've lived together before they've gotten married. They've gotten used to each other's habits and things, you know. And I feel like I know a lot of people's marriages that have ended in divorce because they haven't lived together before they got married. I think that's And my mum will argue point. that with me. She thinks, she thinks the complete opposite. She thinks if you love one another, nothing should get in the way. But I'm just like, hon, it's the 21st century. Like, the smallest thing can get in the way. You need to learn to live with someone before you But also, moved. like, relationships aren't just built on love. Like, we all mm, like to think yeah, that, yeah. but it's kind of that's a choice. That's a rhetoric that's built, like, even in our childhood, 
um, it's fairy in the fairy tales. tales and it's in the movies but to keep I, you complacent. It's so, yeah. like, obviously, like, love is so different to everyone else, and like, what is important in your relationship can be so different, like, not even worried about in another one. So, like, yeah, having love and all that stuff is beautiful thing, and I guess that's the basis, that's the big umbrella. But there's so many other of things underneath that umbrella. You might find something out once you've married someone. And, you know, it might be too late. You live together and you find it out and you're not married. You're not yeah. bound by that contract. And know? also, you know? I feel like you work through so many kinks when you move in with someone. Because oh, sure. you realise, like, you hate the way that they wash the dishes or they yeah. leave their socks everywhere. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's if, like, can you deal with that for the rest of your life? <laughs> but you also, if you're if freshly someone, married... If they didn't make the bed. Yeah. Sign That's in. That's like my thing. No, does like, that. Make the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there, like, making it all the time. <laughs> Uh, but let us know your thoughts. Um, yeah, because it'd definitely be interesting and something that, you know, I want to try and help other people understand and chat about as well. Yeah, well, if you're listening and you're going through something similar, just know that you're not alone. And <laughs> there are crazy you. mothers out there. Crazy mothers exist, but you don't have to deal with them alone. <laughs> so feel free to get in touch and we will hear your stories. Yeah. Recommendations. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> So my recommendation this week is it's a TikTok trend. Oh, amazing. I love TikTok. <laughs> oh, yes. So oh, my God. Yes, I remember this. So I've been doing it every day. Today's the first day <laughs> I haven't done it because I had to go buy a wrap and it wasn't and it was felt so strange. But I don't know if anyone's seen it, but it's when you get a wrap and you cut it down the middle and then you fold it and it's like a burrito triangle. In a wrap. I've seen them and I've definitely I haven't, wanted to try. I actually haven't seen the TikToks. I've what? just heard you guys this week being like, the TikTok wrap. The TikTok, TikTok wrap. wrap. Oh, my God. It's amazing. So Tell I've us about your feelings. Because so <laughs> you can pick four, can't you? Yeah, you can pick four. But you can also, like, add two to one section. So, wait. Break it down for us. Like, you so we can it. imagine it. How do you have four feelings in your All wrap? Right. Okay. So, you've got your circle wrap. You cut it into the middle. Then you've got four sections. So each section is a different feeling or the same feeling or a couple of feelings. Whatever you're feeling. Whatever you're feeling. Once you do that, then fold it into like one side up into the next. And then it's like a triangle. And you toast it. Yeah, you can toast it. So it's like four snacks within one. Yeah. It's actually genius when you think about it. You think that you're having like a massive wrap with like heaps of fillings, but really you're not. Yeah. And then today when I was just eating a wrap like a normal wrap, just didn't feel right. I guess broken. it's a lot of wasted It was also really hard space. to take yeah. yeah. I know when I fold my wraps from the bottom and then the two sides in, I'm like, this is a, like, you get that really big bit of wrap right yeah. at the end. Yeah. And, just like, oh, and it's, it's just, bread. it's just, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, Not that I'm whinging. I love bread, but you know, yeah. I'll have to try. So yes, yeah, everyone try my Take a break and make a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to find one of the TikToks and link it in the show notes. Oh so yeah, you can idea. have a little tutorial on how to make a wrap. Maybe you can make a TikTok, Bella, of you making the wrap. We'll post it on our TikTok page. What do you got, Nick? Um, so I've been obsessed with this song by Tucker Perry. I know I'm probably really late to the train, um, but I heard it on Triple J and I shazammed it and I was like, this just has to be a recommendation. Good vibes all around. It's called Diamonds by Tucker Perry. And it's just like, it's just got such a good beat to it. I was singing it at work. I was playing it out loud. I was having a good time. When you so, sung it to me, like the part that you sung, I was like, oh, I don't know that song. And then you played it and I was like, oh, I love this one. Yeah, like, it's, it's a batch of vibe. Yeah. It's a very summery And song. also Triple J Countdowns um, on this weekend? Saturday. Yeah, well, tomorrow. So, so when everyone's listening. Let us know your um, top Oh, what was your vote. number one? 
Mine was Booster Seat because you got to support the spacey, got to support local. I think, yeah, mine was Booster Seat. But it was very close. I was going to go Heat Waves. I wanted Heat Waves. Mine was was Booster booster Seat. seat. But my other number one would have been Old Merv's um, cell phone because support the boys. Very true, very true, yeah. And what are you taking a break with, Ailish? Oh, mine's a song as well, actually. Um, And it's got a bit of drama behind it, which makes it even more fun. Oh my God, I know what it is. It's Driver's License, (laughs) baby, by Olivia (laughs) Rodrigo. I got my driver's license last week, just like we always If you're on Twitter or Facebook, you've probably seen. Yeah, if you're literally alive (laughs) and not under a rock, you've probably heard about this song circulating. It's actually gone to number one on the Billboard chart, I'm pretty sure. And it's. Oh my gosh. So basically, Olivia Rodrigo, she's in the high school musical, the musical, the series. (laughs) Um, Disney Plus TV show, which is about a group of students at school that are making a musical based on High School Musical. And she's in that show. And now she's released her debut single and she's only 17 years old and it's just shot up to the charts. All these celebrities are sharing it. And it's just a really pretty song and, like, it's beautiful and emotional. I saw this meme and she, oh, this chick made, like, a TikTok and she was like, when I'm in a happy relationship but I hear this song and, like, put it on. like I saw that. I was like... Yes, Me. girl. Also, I'm not even depressed, but like this song just this song hits different. <laughs> and it's also so. I've seen some really funny TikToks, and it's like when I'm in my 20s and I'm way too old for this. Yeah. I'm invested in the drama yeah. surrounding driver's license. And they put the it's, volume all the way up. It's amazing. Oh, it's I saw the one. Tune. This girl just like, I'm 31 and married, but I still want to feel this. Yes, <laughs> literally. So basically, I'll give a quick recap of the drama because I feel like this is why this song has become so popular as well. Like, yes, it's a freaking banger but also has a bit of juiciness behind it so basically olivia and this guy who's also a singer called joshua bassett they were the main two stars on this show and everyone kind of thought there was a thing between them they thought they were like dating behind the scenes but he was 19 in the show so they're just like the two leads but they're love interests in the show (gasps) oh spicy yeah but she's 17 and he was 19 i think he's 20 now so they never like came out as dating or anything but apparently allegedly he told her he was going to wait for her to turn 18 and he taught her how to drive. He drives a white car. And in the sh- in the song, she references the white car and him teaching her how to drive. So everyone's like, ooh. And now, apparently, he's dating a blonde girl, which is also referenced in the song. Oh, no. And it's just like the heartbreak you feel in this song. And then when you feel like you can put it to someone else's face, you're I like, love that. I love Shit. when a song tells an actual story. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's so obviously about yeah. this one guy that you're just like, he's been dragged for filth. And then all of the comments on his Instagram page were like, everyone roasting him. They're like, what did you do to this girl? Oh, <laughs> I feel so. a little bit bad for him because like, yeah. he can't come out imagine and say anything. It, also imagine it just had nothing to do with him. He was like, yeah. but it totally does. Like, it's so clearly <laughs> Allegedly. Him. Allegedly. Buzzword. Buzzword. <laughs> But yeah, um, it's just basically a really, really pretty song, and I wish her a successful career. Gold Queen. It's Taylor Swift kind of vibes. Yeah. Also with a bit of Lord in there. It's good. Oh, we love that. Worth a listen. Worth taking a break. Well, this has been a very dramatic episode. (laughs) Lots of drama, lots of news, lots of stuff to take a break with. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll be back in your ears again next week. Bye. Bye.